for the Black Girl Brunch. Sorry, I'm a mess. I'm like, let me get my microphone. I'm Iman. And I'm Sabria. <laughs> <laughs> love that. I really, really love that. You got to do that every week if you can. Thank you. I was feeling it. I just was like, let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch, y'all. We just excited to talk to y'all. How's your week been, girl? My week has been flowing. Um, it has been, this has been flowing and I feel a change, a, a bringing. Oh, don't know I what like that, that means. But you know, sometimes when life hands you lemons, you just got to suck them. Hmm? <laughs> Serena. What? <laughs> that don't make uh, sense to you? No. Cause like, you know, life handing you lemons yeah, and you just yeah, like, you I don't. Make, you make you lemonade make... though. <laughs> uh, true. That's what typically people do with lemon. You said that one. I mean, you let me just suck them. And I'm like, that felt like a, I don't know. But I'm thinking about how bitter lemonades are. Like, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, like, imagine like you in like extreme chat, somebody handing you lemonades. You don't have time to squeeze them or whatever. Cause that's the easy way out. And I'm like, yeah, that's not enjoyable though. The whole exactly. thing. You think I'm what? having a ball? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Why hand you lemons? You make lemonade because lemonade is, Delicious. Uh, yeah, you I feel saying, like that's you lemons, you suck on them <laughs> because, because... It's and it's just like you know what you know what you, like you think you're crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> okay, so when life hands you lemons, you suck on the show. Life that you not that you not I'm, the bitch. Exactly. And then afterwards, life goes. Oh wow! <laughs> and then you feel like a sour mouth, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Or like yeah, I did it. Like you. I beat the challenge. But I also see you like dry, like like you breathing real heavy. Like, <sighs> but also, like I love sour stuff. I also feel like that's just really you. Like when life hands you lemons, because when you do crazy shit, I really do be shocked. I will say that. <laughs> like sometimes, like even like when you do like little performances and stuff, and you start wow, I'm like whoa, she's really <laughs> sucking the lemons out of this. Yeah. Performance. <laughs> I got it in me. Yeah, I do. I like that. Mm. Uh, we need to create a new segment called um, <laughs> Wise Lines by Sabria. Thank you. Thank you. But how about you? How are you shucking and jiving? Because that's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, God. I got a funny story about shucking and jiving, by the way. <laughs> got to tell you off here. <laughs> fucking hilarious. I just know it's funny about the way you came off. So, um... I've been shocking and jiving. If you're white, don't say that. I've been shocking and jiving <laughs> very well. I'm made. Um, I intentionally wanted to feel better this week. I was watching this TikTok, yo. I have to find the this TikToker. I was watching the TikTok and it really, really inspired me to be in a better mood. Like this guy, um, he does like mental health TikToks, but they're like very brutal. Like one of his TikToks would be like, "Hi, just reminded it." Oh, sorry. It's like, hey. <laughs> Just a reminder that you are ugly and you have to go to work. You will never get a sugar daddy. You will never get Wait, a sugar is that mom. that brown guy? Yes. The one that um, Ryan reposted? I think He's so. He's like, it's okay to be a bad person. You don't have yeah. to check. <laughs> That's him. I don't know what like, he is like, if they, It was funny. He was like, if they loved you, they would understand you're a bad person. <laughs> and he said one thing. He said... 
you not no wonder you're not happy you never leave the house you don't even try you don't even try that's why you're gonna stay miserable like i was like i was under the covers looking like oh my god i have been in a house for seven days straight <laughs> i am not trying like, i feel like because i'll be doing shit like going to work and or i'll go no. to somebody else's house like i'll just keep going to house from house to house i'm never really outside like around strangers any opportunities to get some of the things that i want and i'm like no wonder i feel like shit and i was like he's right so i was like you know what tomorrow i'm really gonna try to feel better yeah. like because i was so funny i'm like this is truly mental health advice because <laughs> i Force myself to feel better. So, shouts to that person. I swear to God, y'all, I'm gonna find out their name and, f- and put it on um some one of the places. And but you y'all can favorite, know what I'm talking about. You can favorite TikToks. Too. I know. I just didn't favorite that one. Sorry, my mom keeps calling me even though it's Tuesday night. I'm gonna text her that like it's Tuesday, mom. I yeah. report a podcast. Um, but yeah, I don't. I'm. I'll find his name. I usually do rec- uh, save people, but. I didn't, but it's hilarious. He's like, do you really like that person? Or are you just trying to distract yourself from the pain? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. It's my mom calling yet again. Dang. And she got an iPhone now. I, I know she's got it. If somebody's not dying right now, I'm going to be so annoyed. Um, anyway, Sabrina, take the lead for a second. Yes. Yeah, so, um... So guys, what about the Yankees? Okay, I'm back. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. So back, so back. All right. So yeah, I'm feeling better. That's the whole thing. So let's get into this fave four. Let's get into this fave four. So hard recipes we want to try. I decided to make this fave four because I had a taste for something. Um, and I was like, this is so hard to make, but now that I have an island, I'm going to try to make shit that's hard because I have space to lay out ingredients. Before I had like a slither of space in my dining room table, but now I got this little island. I'm like, I'm going to make hard things like hard recipes, complicated things, steps that take days potentially. So what's <laughs> four hard things like hard recipes you want to take a stab at? Get it? A stab? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like to some people, some of these things might be slightly easy, but here's a twist. Everything that I want to make has to be made gluten-free. Dun, dun, dun. And so every, some things sit differently. So to be able to perfect it, like the gluten-free way is going to, you know, be a little challenge. So, um, again, no particular order. Um, I would like to make a Jamaican, like, a vegan gluten-free beef patty. And this is going to be hard because for the flour has to be a certain temperature. Um, you got to roll stuff. If you, if you over, if you touch, first of all, working with dough, excuse me, is challenging anyway. Mm, it is. Because sometimes if you touch it too much, that fucks stuff up. If you touch it too little, that fuck, I had made. You these, gotta know the science behind. It, you it gotta for sure. know the science because I made these biscuits. When I tell you that if I threw them at somebody, they hid like <laughs> concussion, like no joke. They were so hard, and that was my first time making gluten free biscuits. They were so hard, but why I powered, would you throw it at somebody? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they if I if I had the chance to throw it at somebody, hockey pucks. 
They was definitely hockey pucks. Somebody said they look like ancient, like, you know, coins. <laughs> like, they traded back in, like, ancient time. It looked like that. It was bad. Um, but I know it was bad. So I want to give a, give a stab at Jamaican beef patties. Um, honestly, Please. I will try to make them Please. gluten-free. If that fails, I will definitely just get sick. Don't mind that. But, um, but yeah, Please. and plus, like, that was one of my favorite things that I used to eat before I was um, vegan. Like, when I was a kid, because I grew up eating Jamaican food, I used to love beef patties. And I found the vegetable beef patties. They had them at Dollar Tree. Don't judge what? me. Judge your mother. Um, <laughs> but it was the it was the um the brand like the certified like um what the fuck is it called? I forgot what it's called. But y'all know the brand um Jamaican beef patties from Dollar Tree, and I can't find them anywhere now. That was a few years ago. Um, they were delicious again. Did you judge try the one from now? I didn't. Oh, bitch. Oh. No, Sabra, you did. I got you one. I got you did a gym. Uh, oh, beef. I did. I did. Sorry, yeah. I'm tripping. I don't say, I don't know. You know how, so when I want people to try something or I want them to see a part in a movie, I will literally, I need to watch you. But I only it. ate it once. That's why but I But you liked it, right? I did like it. I did like it. I did. Because I, I remember seeing your experience, your face. Also, they have um, Jamaican, vegan Jamaican beef patties with Beyond Beef, but it's only in New York. I think it's Golden Crust. That's what they're, not Golden Crust. That's a fucking place that you go to. I was lying. I forgot what they call it. But anyway, I want to make those. Um, And I follow a vegan Jamaican. I will post her stuff. Um, I follow her on YouTube. Subscribe to her on YouTube. Sorry. Um, A Bunt Cake. Oh, yeah. Gluten-free one. Again, a Bunt Cake. Black people all, love a bunt cake. I know. My mom made one recently. That was the only pan we had for cakes. <laughs> right? My mom made one recently, and I just was looking at the hunks that she, and they were hunks <laughs> that she cut out. And I just was like, this looks so fucking good. Like, this looks, it looks so good. Like, forgive me. Like, it was so, like, it looks so moist. I, I just like, I want to make a bunt cake, like, so bad. Was and it to lemon? Me, it was, Iman. It was <sighs> I, I was it. like, damn, damn, damn. Oh, like, it was God. not vegan at all. When I tell you, my grandma used to be putting the lemon zest, like the lemon <sighs> zest in a confectionate sugar, and she would use some type of yellow, it's totally not vegan, like <laughs> jello mix in it. And For a long put- time, I thought bunt cakes were like the only cakes you can get. I thought it was like birthday cake and bunt cakes um, growing up in a black household. Like, I thought, yep. no, I thought it was like a sheet cake from PJ's <laughs> and bunt cakes. That was the only thing. Also, sidebar. Um, when I get married, like, fuck, if I get married, fuck all that fancy cake stuff. I want a vegan sheet cake from BJ's. Please. Please. Like, I I'm love when dead cake is good. serious. I don't care about that tower. Like, I would like a fake, like a stunt cake. Like, you know, not real cake, or not even real icing, just something cardboard, that looks pretty. Cream. Yeah, exactly. Cardboard shaving, something like pretty. But what we eating, we eating the sheet cake from BJ's. Yeah, I need to play They like going to make it cake. vegan for me. Period. Bless my cousin soul. I don't know if you ever tasted that cake Daisy got that one time. It was shaped like a Mac pocketbook or something. No, I didn't. And I think had, that's when I was vegan and you wasn't. Oh, okay. But it had that fondant, fondant whatever it's called. Yeah, fondant. Black fondant and all that. Sh- it was the prettiest cake, but I was so grumpy. because I like, hate fondant. I want a good cake. That's the purpose of a cake. Not it being pretty, it being delicious. Like, that's what I want. Ugh. 
Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. So you so you said bunk cake, <laughs> Drake and Big Fatty, and what else? Eat monster salivating. Yes. Salivating. Not lemon hunks of cake. Got yes, me. Yes, I was looking at it. I was like, and I asked my mom, I said, can I just please smell it? It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, that's how I'd be. Or like my mom got fried ice cream. I was like, just eat it. Just taste it. <laughs> Take no, that's Come how on. I was. Like, I'm sorry that I was watching like my dad. Like, eat. I was looking. I was like, oh my god, I want to make this vegan. <laughs> so ever since then, I've just been wanting to make a bunt cake. Um, oh. And baking is hard for me because I fucked up plenty of times. Like, I'm a show when I first went vegan. I made first of all my favorite cake is funfetti cake, and I made uh, I adapted a recipe. It was funfetti cupcakes but i didn't have a cupcake wrapper so i was like oh i have a cake pan let me make a funfetti cake i flipped i you know when you're supposed to flip a cake over like you put the plate on the top of it and then you like flip it over as soon as mm-hmm. i did that the whole cake fell apart so it's just like cracks and then i put icing over it it still was good but um yeah that was the first time baking i'm just like real bad at it um the third thing is eggplant steak Mm, I made that recently. So I saw, I don't know if I want to use this particular recipe, but maybe I do. Mm-hmm. But Gordon Ramsay has a recipe and it took um these YouTubers I watched like two days to make it. Oh, wow. Um, They said that it was, I think that I, I remember them saying it was good, but they um wouldn't make it again because of how tedious it was. But to me, that sounds like a challenge. And I'm so curious to taste it because the recipe is made by a meat eater. So oh, wow. I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay um, made it. So I really want to make that. Um, kind of scared. Also, I've never cooked eggplant. I love eggplant so much. I feel like I can't do eggplant and chickpeas i feel like it's something i can't do one time i made chickpeas and it smelled horrible i don't know what i did but it was wrong no um, I, i'm excited uh for you to try the eggplant i did like a re i did something like that but it was like some vegan person took jordan ramsey's recipe and they did it quicker so <laughs> I did jordan it. ramsey what's ain't that ain't that his name oh, you said jordan ramsey oh my bad <laughs> so whatever yeah him the, that mean ass chef he uh they took his recipe they remixed it and mm-hmm. i made it like it's and wine involved just like all this <laughs> now stuff. see that's what i want to do yeah it was wine it's like you had to pour like red wine over it and stuff mm-hmm. it was very good but just like them i also was like this was good enough for dinner it was different but it was nothing about this taste that made me be like oh hell yeah like it took so much prep and it was just like honestly like good like it was just good mm-hmm. so i agree um, the last one, so I'm gonna change my last one just off the top of my head, and then I'll be like honorary mention. So this week, posted a picture of my story. I had it was called a spicy soft tofu hot pot mm. from Dan Dan. We always talk about Dan Dan. Um, and I had that. Um, and I was like since I'm a win, I think the spice level is like four out of five, which that's spicy. And I can't, my spice tolerance went down. Like I used to literally eat jalapenos by themselves. I don't know what happened to me, but anyway, Oh, that's a reflex. That's what happened. So, um, I, I got it with no spice and I love that Dan Dan is so good with this. Like that you can get almost anything gluten-free. Um, 
it's like maybe like I would say like four things out of the um menu that you can't, but they're really good with that. So I got it with low spice and gluten free. Um and it was so fucking good. Like I didn't because I went usually I go to Dan Dan and I'm like, okay, like I'm vegan, like I'll get the Dan Dan noodles, but that's just noodles. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I get the rice noodles. I mean it's still carbs, but I'm just like, ah, uh, and then like I then you gotta get that in a vegetable and like love Dan Dan Dan. But that's definitely a place where you go when you are um financially stable. Um I was, but not anymore. But um <laughs> but but it's it's coming back though but yeah that's definitely a place you go when you got you know a q coin because like you could get like string beans good but that's 15 dollars, and you get that that's 15. so i'm like i want a nice meal so i'm like scouring the menu and i'm like i don't want to go to chipotle because of course that's like easy vegan gluten-free and i'm like i want to sit down somewhere i want to be an adult i want to sit and think about my day yeah i feel so, that I go there and I get and I was sitting at the bar. I was like, oh yes, twenty nine. That's how I felt. <laughs> um, so I get this the hot pot and it has silken tofu. And if you don't know, silken tofu is like the softest tofu there is. Like that's like it'll like melt in your mouth. Like it's very soft. Mm-hmm. So I get it and it's like this big bowl and I start eating it and like I don't know if this ever happened to y'all I know Iman said it did to her but like the flavors were so new to me that my taste buds literally were like going crazy (laughs) and I'm like this is so good like this is so good I can't stop thinking about it like I want it again I love when food do that it's my new favorite and like it has like broth in it and it has like um like a different like uh array of vegetables and then it has like um like uh oh my god what the fuck is it soybeans on it that are like dried out like dried out soybeans on it they look like lentils on the top but it was just so good and i would love to make something like that because i love a soup like a soup type dish that you put like paired with rice and stuff like that. Like I love that because it's so filling and you get leftovers. So I would definitely love to make that like a hot pot because I feel like that's something that you got to like boil that. You got to make sure the broth is like perfect, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the seasonings, you got to hit that. So I really want to um make that because I made a curry before and that was kind of hard to me um so yeah I definitely want to know how to make that hot pot also honorable mention drunken noodles um love those and I feel like it's definitely a difference when you're not Thai and you're making them so I feel like that's why it's hard this that's why it'd be hard for me because I bought the noodles like that you make drunken noodles with and they went bad because I was scared to make it I just punked out it's so hard to make food from a region you're not from. It's just never going to hit the same. So I'm even really when you're in, you making it, you just got to keep that in mind. Like, And that don't even make me mad. Like, me and my cousin tried making Caribbean food. It was all right. But I'm like, we just not Caribbean. We just done got that hand, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just something different. That's fine. That's what makes, like, going to try, like, different foods by the people who make it so much better. Exactly. I agree. Excited to hear your list. All right, well, I'll get going. So the first one for me is going to be a pot pie. So I used to love chicken pot pie. Oh, when, um, yo, that me too, Iman. It's like I love a chicken pot pie. I want to make a vegan one. Um, and I really want to take my time with it. Like I want to be rolling the dough out. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, are you gonna make it from scratch? Scratch. Mm-hmm. 
and I want to go then sit the pie on the windowsill, let that shit cool. Like I really want to do it from scratch. I want to create the pie crust. Um, I want to create the filling. Um, and it's going to be so many different steps. It's going to be like chopping up the ingredients, stewing it, mm-hmm. baking the dough, filling it, then putting it back in the oven to bake. Like I, I really want to give that a try. So I'm, uh, I, I would love that, that for, for Thanksgiving. Oh, now I'm, Thanksgiving might be a little too soon because like, I really want to do it one day where I'm like, I want to, that's going to be the only thing I do this weekend. And I know I don't have no weekends like that coming up soon, but I want it to be while it's still winter so I can just bake and be cozy. So that's what I'm thinking about doing. Um, next. Another Wait, have big... you had, sorry, have you had a Popeye since you've been vegan? No. I have. It's from where? They, I had a gluten-free one. That was good. Um, and it's, it's box. So it come in a box and it's, it's by a woman owned brand. I got to remember what it's called. Please find um, it. Also, I, mean... I made, I had a pocket one, so it wasn't like the one in the dish. It was like a pocket, but it's considered a Popeye. That was good. And I forgot that I have another one, but yeah, I've had it since being vegan. It's delicious. I need to do it. Um, next. Is oh, and Shamir. Sorry. Shamir made me one, a gluten free and vegan one. Oh, when I tell you, you scared I was, the shit out of me, but <laughs> when I tell you I was fucking that thing up, I thought you were going to say some news about some Shamir. I'm like, what happened? Is this breaking yeah. news? No, Shamir made me a Popeye and I was eating that shit till the cows came home. Par. It's funny because you're vegan and you was eating till the cows came home. <laughs> well, I want the cows um, to eat. Exactly. So apple turnovers is next for me i just want to make those i actually bought some um a lot of like if you're vegan a lot of pies be vegan already like i don't Mm -hmm. know why and i don't fucking question it probably because it's not like (laughs) fresh ingredients but if you ever got like a sara lee pie like sometimes if you read the back and ingredients some pies are just automatically vegan and some little turnovers and stuff are too so i got i think it was like pepperidge farms brand like little frozen ones they're vegan i put in the oven and it was so good like i was on a kick for a while like i bought two boxes and i was like eating one every like sweet day i got so i I like those but because they weren't like no real butter or anything was in it it was missing that flaky Mm. buttery taste of the like you know and that's what i want i want the buttery flake that you would get if they were like homemade so I'm, i want to do it with my vegan butter and my earth balance and then i know like i like my apples in a certain way i like them to be like cinnamony like Iman, brown i know because <laughs> you could bake like low-key thank low you key. girl thank you i really love baking because there's so many rules like you just gotta follow the rules i love baking like it you get rewarded for following the rules when you bake and I'm like <laughs> a strict bitch like me loves that so I'm like I love baking and I was like also if I wanted to get crazy I know you hate when I do it black people always do this I, but I can add Hennessy like I can soak my apples oh in like my a Hennessy God. or something that is, that is so inwardish. I know it's very niggerish um, and I could also like add a little caramel to it if I want to get crazy like mm. I feel like the, the the best place that did like apple things to me was like that Taco Bell empanada, but that's neither here nor there. I just kind of want the apples to be similar to that, um, that cinnamoniness. So yeah, apple turnover. I also want to make sourdough bread. Um, sourdough bread can take at least a few days because the starter takes a while, but it's actually not that challenging to make. And I'm like, ooh, kind of want to make my own sourdough bread. I, I missed the wave when everybody was baking their own bread at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, the final thing is a layered cake. So I'll, I've been seeing people do things where they put like, like I, I've done a double decker cake before. So I put like two cakes on top of each other. But I really want to like put like four cakes on top of each other. Like they don't got to be super big, but I just want a tall ass cake. I want to frost it and like do piping. And so the cake I was thinking about making was an Almond Joy cake. I know you don't like coconut, but I love Almond Joy that like uh the candy bar and I recently found the vegan alternative and I was oh I could do like a chocolate with like coconut type of situation it would be so good um so that's what I'm thinking about doing and those are the hard things that I want to make mm. guys let <laughs> us know let us know some hard things you want to make some some real challenging like you really got to get your like emerald Martha Stewart, mm -hmm. Gordon Ramsay on in order to like Up make for it. elimination, like, like something yeah. like that. Iman, I almost put upside down pineapple upside down oh, cake. That would mine. be good, yo. Now I kind of really do want to make a pineapple upside down cake. Yeah. I'll, you know my family got the bake off coming up, so I was thinking about making the coconut, the almond joy cake for that. Wait, when but the bake off? We haven't set a date, but it'll be in December. Okay, because I was about to say I would um I'm look at me inviting myself. You I, know you can come. I would factor that into like when I get hired to job. Like yeah, I can't work this day because the baker. <laughs> It'd be dead serious. Yes, I, I don't care because I work Christmas Eve, but like I'm not working for the baker. No, I don't know. I I we, my Adana was like put it. You need to put it in the group chat. My family's group chat is called the G Unit. It's hilarious on Facebook. And like I'm the PR manager, so anytime it's like an update or change in plans, I'm like, "Hey, hey, what's up, G Unit? Like, so this is the new plan." <laughs> and then everybody be like, "Hey, Nisi Poo, thanks for the update." <laughs> Hilarious, but yeah, so that's what I think I'm about doing for the big call. So now you guys know. All right, now let's get into toast for us this week. We're toasting to Philly girl, funny girl, beautiful girl. Uh, Tierra Wack. Tierra um, announced yesterday that her Vans collab will drop December 3rd. So just shouts to her. She got this really cool Vans collaboration um, coming out. It's like really cool to look at. So her. But also just want to shout her out for just being um, out the way. Super cool and creative and so talented. And like truly, I just wish I knew where more girls like her and Philly were. Like, I feel like that, that's some, like, I feel like she would have been such a good friend to me in like middle school, like another weird black girl from Philly. Like, love I that. I agree. I agree. And I just love how, like, like, I know she make music, but like, I don't know exactly what she does, but I, she's still successful. And, and so like, cool. I, yeah. And just like chill out the way. Like, I just love that. Like, I would love that. Like people don't really know exactly what I had. Cause I feel like she might be some type of, she might be the type of person that like probably writes for people or she does like a lot of behind the scenes stuff that like, I just love that. That's like my favorite type of, I know celebrity culture is like, Bleh. but like, that's like my favorite type of like celebrity, like somebody that you're like, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody told me, oh, she like has this in an art gallery or something like that. I'm like, oh, She's like just I would so herself. Exactly. So cool. So herself. And um, like sometimes she'll be just like chilling. Next thing you know, you'll see her like playing basketball with Meek Mill. It's like, oh wow, she's really cool with everybody. Exactly. She's very cool. I love her so much. And she always supporting like um black women and like 
really cool ways and proof that you can really be out the way if you want to. Like you can become a celebrity. You can get on the track with Beyonce. Cause never forget that. Like she definitely was she on would. the gift. Like she gets on all these tracks with the hottest artists of the world. Like she's respected. She's everyone's favorite. But no one knows anything about her. She's out the way. She's funny. She's herself. Like gotta celebrate um Tierra Weck whenever we get a chance whenever we can. And remember we saw her? Oh yeah, I forgot that. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have seen her set, but that those people. We were... I we was watching a little monitor, but we actually saw her walk by us, and it was yeah, like, whoa, we did. that was crazy. Um. Also, we want to give a shout out to Missy Elliott, who just got her Hollywood star. I'm a little confused about that. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, long overdue. I just don't. <sighs> I just don't understand why we like give some people their like uh flowers so late, but I'm happy that, you know, it, it happened and people understand. Like Missy Elliott just I feel like she should have got that star when Loose Control came out. Right? Like seriously. I agree. But anyway, if every day I could um if every day I can just celebrate Missy Elliott, I would. Period. She's great. Um, tea time. Clink, clink. That was me hitting the tea um cup. Period. Um, TV dinner. So we talk about insecure, y'all. Lawrence is he ain't shit. I'm so hit. I, you know how somebody just have a punchable face? Like he's somebody <laughs> that like his character. I think he pisses me off so much is because I don't like niggas like that in real life. So it's like to see a character like this idealized <laughs> and just flushed out, it just pisses me off. <laughs> Not you seeing I got a punchable face. Like imagine somebody thinking that about you. <laughs> he do like he's somebody that I'm looking at, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Shut up. I like, feel like he's a really great actor in the sense where I really feel like But it's only when he's Lawrence, that's how I feel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When he's learned the, the cadence of his voice, and I'm like, maybe this is just a testament to how great of an actor he like the expressions, like the way he used the cursing and stuff. I'm just like, yo, I really he ain't tried this with Tasha for real. That's mm-hmm. how I be feeling sometimes. Like he always be like bucking up and getting you know funny with the condolas of the world, but he really didn't even try that with Issa. He didn't even try that with Tasha. So that's what was making me so mad this episode. Like. I don't have, I think Condola would be someone that I didn't necessarily get along with because she seemed uptight, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think that she's wrong in in how she was being overprotective and how she didn't trust Lawrence. Like, I think that depiction, like that side by side, like her struggling, breastfeeding, staying up all night. Her life changes so drastically and her being so alone while he was just like kind of thriving, going through mm-hmm. the motions, living his life. That side by side took so much out of me emotionally. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's just, I, that's what it be. That's what it be. It be these women when, you know, situations like this happen, it's like women always get the short end of the stick just because of, you know, one social constructs two sometimes biology you know it's just like you feel like oh like you have to heal you have to slow down and these niggas be out here living a life 
And I think I, like, was getting mad at her is because I'm just like, why? Like, why? Like, why him? Like, this, like, this, like, this nigga with, like, a, such a punchable face is just like, like, you didn't see that? You didn't think you could punch his face, too? Like, you I, know? And I, I feel like it also is, like, when you with somebody and you just date them and it's just fun, it's easy to not really think about, like, oh, yeah, this is anything because they not sure you're not connected to them for real but it's like it wasn't it's, a boyfriend and girlfriend there was boyfriend and girlfriend but they wasn't together for that long oh yeah true they was they they was, i felt like they broke up in time once they found out who they each other were they broke up but i'm like <laughs> when you have a sex with somebody before you know he like not for you it's it's easy to to take an l during that time that's true and then realize later down the line like oh my god that's what i think is the saddest thing about their situation because the way insecure set it up to be just like so such a regret for both of them yeah also like like, it make me feel so like i just it just make me feel like because like i the the most nasty feeling to me is i hate when and i had a friend not gonna say names talk to a guy who hated his baby mom Mm mm-hmm did said that like I net didn't oh sorry um they said that they never loved her mm. and to me that is like so like I don't know like to also like I know you think that the things in your head but like somebody that can't snap like emotionally be like thank you like you know we're not together but like just be thankful like you are bringing like my child into like that makes me feel like so ew yeah, he showed up late to the... Well, he couldn't help that, but he showed up late to the hospital. I felt like he didn't really put emphasis on, like, yo, you okay? Like, you good? It's, like, no respect for what she's done. I really think he's too immature to be, like, a father. And the depiction that he had of him for... Because Lawrence kind of give, like... Uh, his parents were on some Huxtable type of shit a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, for you to have such a solid upbringing, I, I think his character development don't make sense because, like, you had this solid upbringing, but your mannerisms and how you showing up in fatherhood is very much, like, giving, um, faking it. It's, it's, it was giving what a character would give who didn't have his father in his life, so he's mm-hmm. actually trying to behave in a way he think a father should because <laughs> it was not tapped in. But mm-hmm. I'm like, also, that could have been on purpose to show how... Because he was grieving his relationship with Issa. Mm-hmm. That probably hurt him a lot. And he's like, all these changes, and because of this... He did kind of say that, like, because of you, and you made a decision without me, like, you fucked up my life. You know, I feel like he got finally Sheesh. just said that. Yeah. How did somebody... It take two to tango. It really do. That is some wild... I fucked up your life because you lost your girlfriend. I'm in this house every night, and it's going to be even harder for me to find a man. And I know also, you don't really want me. Yeah. Also, like, another thing that pissed me off with me with, um, about him is that he has sex too much like i feel he like really do. he be having like he always do and i'm just like you are just so nasty like i just don't like why are you out here like doing like he's just so like honestly ever since that threesome thing yeah i he's been he even a huge turn off for me <laughs> sorry huge <laughs> you know how trump be like huge that's how i feel <laughs> huge turn off <laughs> I'll never let that go. 
<laughs> no, but the, the, and, no, I agree. You, he he. That, that's where everything. His judgment was just like ew. But um, I really don't need to hear from Lawrence again. Like I'm really mad that we even revisited. That's what, what it doing. is for me too. I that's don't, why need, I don't, I don't all... care. I'm not investing in his storyline. Exactly. Both of them. Like I'm just like that's why I feel. Like. Then <laughs> like the whole episode. <laughs> like I just, wait what? I felt like <laughs> like the whole episode. I just. Felt like think of the most <laughs> I was about to say sacred. I was like, think of the most maniacal two people you know. <laughs> but think of the most two like no like first of all, she's high strung. He is not strung. He's just there. <laughs> and it's just like just watching it is just a whole again, it was a testament of how good actors they are because I just was like I felt drained. I felt messy. I felt like nothing. There's no hope because neither one of y'all really want to talk to each other. That was exact, the bottom line. Exactly. Neither one of you cannot raise a child together without talking to the other person. Exactly. Because I'm, I'm hitting you up. I'm double texting. What's up? Like you whatever. Know, <laughs> what's that happening? So yeah. I know. Do you know how much room you leave for shit to go wrong when you do not talk? Like, do you know how much community, like even when you pass off a project, like you ever leave a shift, like, all right, the manager for um evening coming in. And so I'm going to switch shifts with her. But you, what you do, you give her an update before you trade off. Even if you don't like mm-hmm. the bitch, let me tell you what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because I care about transferring responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do when you have child going back and forth. You're transferring your responsibility back and forth. So you just gotta... I hate people who cannot put shit aside to see the bottom line, the big picture was best for the kid. But that's how people be. They, they just be so into themselves. And I'm like, I don't know. I do feel like Condola had... I was on her side for 90, 90% of it, but 10% of me is just like, she just so damn high, strong. She don't want to talk. She don't want to And them damn poppy eyes just look like, just looking and being like, <laughs> the look, the look, the look, the look. Stop damn like, looking, talk. If she, but again, testament to the acting because of how her eyes was talking more than she was. Exactly, exactly. Because I'm just like, fight for yourself. Like, fight. Like, I just, that's why I was, I'm just like, fight, fight for, for your like, son. Get up. Get up. Fight for, your, yeah, son, fight for your son. I'm sorry, though. Like, I'm not with that whole shit of like having a newborn and sending it with their dad. Like, baby, no. Also, why you have a newborn at a party? Your Joe is shit. Like, that's where, that to me, another thing like why was you at the part like these are <sighs> joe you're just joe like you know and then he was when he gave the baby solid foods i was like no i'm on condola side yet again now because- i didn't like that either because you know how i am with dietary restrictions and yeah. i would lose my shit you do have oh I would lose it because I already am high strung about it, like food and stuff like that. So I would definitely lose my cool because I definitely plan on raising my kids vegan. And like if I have a partner who is not and like we're not together and we're co-parenting, I would take them to court if they gave I me my child. I would have to hear about you. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's I'm not happen. even joking. Like I'm fighting you physically and in the courts. Like I'm, I'm not joking. I- I always think the headbutt is the craziest thing you can do because you have to be willing to hurt yourself. That's so true. What I would do, I would head, I would like bend my back, like flex it, and then like come real forward, real fast because it's like, why would you give this baby 
just a treat off that table. Like what? No, I, I had the canned rutabagas in my bag. Like that's why I brought them because we're introducing like fibers for, like I just don't want to feel neurotic for understanding science and not doing things the way my parents did it because my parents didn't have the information that mm -hmm. I have now and that's what it's about it's not about repeating what happened when you were a kid it's about yeah healthy mix of what went well for you and then taking what you learned and applying that to your kid mm -hmm. and I just feel like somebody like Lawrence is stuck in the old days it's like this ain't the fucking old days okay because he's mentioned that a few times like back with my parents and back my grandparents it's like that's it's just, they did a great job of packaging Lawrence up. Like, again, what Tasha said, like, a fuck boy didn't think he good, essentially. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, and I, they just aced it. I'm done with the storyline, though. Like, I was so happy to see next week that we back with the girls. Um, We're going to be Wait, how party. you see the, how did you see the preview? I don't know. It just came on. On HBO Max? Mm-hmm. It didn't come on for me. So I can give you a little, you know, overview. So next week, it went back to like a day party. Like all the girls, Issa and Molly are going to a day party. It looks so fun. Something went wrong with Nate and Issa. Something might go wrong with them. Like a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. Um Because I guess he's over her. Uh But yeah, that's what it's going to be. But I just liked it. The day parties, it's like, this is what I want to be. I want to be with people in this age range. I'm tired. Every time I go places, it's the people too young. I want to be around people my age. So, I don't know. Maybe I got to go to, like, LA. <laughs> maybe. Right? But, um, yes, yeah, so it just came on. It just came on after the show. Mm, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into this Summer Walker outfit. What did I just say? You said Summer Walker outfit. Oh my God, I'm so tired. My bad. Summer Walker album. Oh um, I listened to it today. I didn't listen to her first album, but I listened to this and I really like the fact that the album is a story. I love the album. Love the sound. Very proud that she was able to put a lot of the bullshit that she went through into and, and do it right. Some people can't do that. Some people cannot take what they went through, take their pain, take their drama, and package it up in a way that don't feel like a bust, but mm -hmm. don't feel corny. Yeah, and, like, she really can sing. Yes, but her voice is so angelic. I don't know if you felt the same way, but sometimes I listen to her, she sounds like Kaylani to me. The thing is, I, I feel like this is what I like about summer walker she one she does sound like summer walker but two she brings like me my the my favorite thing of every other artist like she does have harmonized and have that angelicness of like a kehlani but sometimes when she really is kind of talking her shit it reminds me of like Aaliyah. like when Aaliyah's like if your man only knew like literally just saying what she mean sometimes i hear mary j blige when she's like being real dramatic mm -hmm. sometimes i hear like sierra and like her song like because mm -hmm. Sierra like back in the like um like like a boy day days yeah, it's yeah. just like so I think the best of artists she like take and also adds her originality to it too yeah because she definitely or um, gives us she definitely sounds like herself but yeah I really like it I like that sound of R&B which is like uh it's shocking that I um 
that I haven't listened to her other albums because like honestly y'all I always say this I for real be just listening to the city girls like for mm-hmm. my sanity but um because I feel like if I listen to some Walker like her music a lot I will internalize it um mm. yeah and <laughs> um yeah. for real but yeah I love that new like this new R&B sound like not to sound like um like a lame but like you know how people like cussing now like instead yeah. of saying the n-word and like just like I like that also like about situations where you like mm, yeah I mean couldn't really relate on a high mm. level because mm-hmm. also um <laughs> couldn't really relate to it but it's not my story you know um it's her yeah. story and, it's, and I'm just a spectator but some shit it was like okay I think, like, if I was listening to it blindly without knowing mm-hmm. who she was talking about, I think I would have been able to get into, like, the concepts more. <laughs> like, true, I feel like that's if, very true, that's very if true. If it was, like, her singing some of these things, I would be like, yo, I get it. But sometimes knowing what it's about, it's like, yo, how do you have such deep and complex emotions and range and understanding and you summon up what happened so well how do you have that on a song but it's not present within your decision making right like yeah. that could be com- that's gonna be his own thing but like that fourth baby mama stuff and she's like first of all like you know i'm coming as your mom for this and i'm just like um you can't come at his mom and she is absolutely somewhat responsible but it's just like so are you you know yeah, and I know exactly. she kind of talk took some accountability, but it's just like at the end of the day, I I will I hold on to my stance that if you are someone's, it's okay to not want to be someone's fourth baby mom. It is really okay. It's okay to see that somebody has three kids with three different women and say that's a red flag. And mm-hmm. I don't know who going to save you. I don't know who going to give you a shot. Maybe you need to find somebody else with three kids and y'all can become the fucking Brady Bunch. I don't know, <laughs> but it ain't going to be me because mm-hmm. I, I'm. it's never going to be good. How can you start a family with three different people and it not work out and then me be optimistic about it? And oh, by the way, you're not even 30 yet? Like, oh, hell no. Yeah, that's Or I don't know if he's 30, but you, you know, he's young. So he's, I think like, he's like 27. I thought so. I thought so. But I'm just like, yeah, I feel like, like what you said, on a high level, I can't relate. But on a grand scheme of things, the concepts he's were thir- things. Oh, he is 30. I, I he's did- actually 30. Just like- Okay. Like, th- those are like some of the things like I identify with. Like, you don't, you don't know me and all that type of stuff. But then, I don't know. It was a good album. I will give her that. I think it was a fantastic album. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my, I was talking to Jameer about it. He was talking about the quality like the quality of the album was just really good. Did you have any thoughts on what Cardi B said? Did you hear that part where Cardi B was like, um, like tell, giving her advice, giving some her advice? Um, yeah, I did hear it. I don't I, that see. Um, what's about to say? When people pre-announce somebody's pregnancy, I think that is so disrespectful. Yeah. That is so disrespectful. Really is. And that is like one of my like worst fears. Mm-hmm. Like, because that is something that's so special. And some people don't want to say so because you don't know what type of body they have. They might have some certain type of issues and like things like that. So they don't want to say anything. So I feel like that was like really like that was foul. And I'm I glad agree. that Cardi definitely gave her advice on that and be like, you know, they tried to take this away from me. But I, cause I think, cause that happened to Cardi B too yeah um yeah she like okay they try to take this away from me but i you know i still have my child you know you can't mm-hmm. take that away from me so i did um like that also like 
um it's funny um i will say uh color me corrected um sierra's prayer was not what i expected oh um, yeah and beautiful. I did like it a lot because I definitely felt some parts of it, even though, because it's funny, because like when I listen to stuff like this and hear in Summer Walker's story, I realized that a lot of stuff that I get upset about is very, um, it's on a low scale and I am a bit over dramatic because mm-hmm. I would not be able the stuff that these like these um girls are writing about and they've been through, I that would break little shit be breaking me. The fact that I had to pay for my own Ubers to go to this boy that I had a crush on house, that broke me. She so said, leave your family in the cold and rain. I say, damn. So I can't imagine that and like having a baby on your own. Like I literally be like upset in my feelings about a nigga not buying me dinner after I bore him dinner or like yeah. something like that or feeling stupid because I bore somebody that's not my boyfriend dinner so like I can't imagine I'm like wow so I be bitching about little stuff and so but it's little it's a big to everybody, me everybody uh don't call it little because like sometimes you gotta watch who you compare yourself to as well <laughs> sorry um but I agree with you. I think Sierra's prayer was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was encouraging and it was real. Like I screamed amen loud as ever when I was like listening to that. Cause it's just mm-hmm. like, it's okay for someone to say, I don't, I'm tired of being hurt. I don't want to be hurt no more. And I pray the next person to come in my life, treat me like something. And I want to normalize black women wanting that for themselves. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, I'm tired of this. I don't like it here because some people, some people never get tired of it. You mm-hmm. need, I think the first step is saying, I can't do this no more. I can't be in a situation where I feel this low no more. Mm-hmm. I don't deserve this. I want this. And just remember, we got to that point where we like, I'm saying it out loud what I want. Yeah. And I, I like to hear people admit that and make it okay, especially for black women. Cause sometimes that could be the reason why we accept certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to go back to the, um, Cardi B, when she, at the beginning, like, I like when Cardi told her, like, make sure you say, like, I got my own money. Like, say some shit like that. Like, make these bitches mad. <laughs> Capitalize. Like, then remind them you got your own money. Like, the way she said that, because I'm like, let, let's be clear. That's what really separates these particular fourth baby mamas from one, two, and three. Like, a lot of these mm-hmm. girls may you know can't can't gotta be careful because if a guy leave them like financially they may not be able to stand on their own feet but Mm -hmm. somebody like a summer walker it's like no it's not ideal to be you know someone's fourth baby mom but she's still different from y'all bitches like please because she's talented and yeah because a lot of london's baby mom they were giving her hell you know, they were just giving her hell on a biscuit, like for whatever reason. Um, and I'm just like, y'all need to, you know, y'all really are capitalizing off of this clout. Yeah, that's and that's I'm, corny because they so- nobody know them. Everybody exactly. know those girls for coming for in in association with Summer Walker in London, not for who they are. But we don't know Summer Walker from London. We know London from Summer, at mm-hmm. least I do. And we know those girls from Summer. So it's just like, know, know the difference between you and, and Well, her. I remember him from, because he is a producer, like, we got London on the track. That's what I was saying, like, me. But, like, I'm sorry, okay. I think it's safe to say you be listening to like that type of music, like nigga music. I feel like a lot of <laughs> the average woman was not check. No, we was not talking about London like this. Yeah. He might've been on the track, but he just would have been a regular ass producer. Is he, he, he made clout and he's made money off of women. Yeah. Because he worked with Miley Cyrus. But 
and but I'm saying this Summer Walker scandal has won oh, over those women. Yeah, I was I think giving him women. more exposure, more yeah, clout, yeah. which no, always no. equals more money for these artists. So yeah. I feel like you're capitalizing off of being a deadbeat dad, off of these women not being able to, you know, not be catty with, with you at the center, and you're not at all trying to stop it, just letting letting the drama go on and on and on. So I feel like that the difference is that she is so talented and she's not gonna keep having kids with different people. Let's pray. London <laughs> seem like a loser any man that keeps she's you know she says she spent her whole pregnancy alone what yeah that's sad also that's crazy the fact that he's a debbie i was very shocked about that because to me the only reason i mean there's no reason to be a debbie but i in my mind i'm like oh you don't have money like but i'm like you have money and you're in control of your schedule. You can make your own time. And you can bring kids to the studio for they it. They don't and want you can to have... be around their children. Exactly. That's what that's what it is. They that's don't want to be cool. around them. They don't like them. They don't like kids. They just have them. And um, like apparently she was saying something in a song about how he just get a kid to his mom. And how lazy of you to keep having children if you have no intention of being around them. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Out. And I'm like, that's in some people. They just want to keep being yo what you doing you know the studio i want to cheat like it's it's just i really hate unsettled people like who just always got to be looking for something and getting their energy off of other people it seemed like he's that type of guy mm-hmm. but i'm happy that she was able to capitalize off of her pain her pregnancy alone and admit that i should have listened to everybody else but i mean we all had that moment mm-hmm true Shouts to Summer. Um, I'm very proud. Like Jameer said, maybe she's just a very normal black girl and we need to like <laughs> understand like we all know girls like this. Well, well she Yeah, I was gonna say she cool until she started talking at um Oh yeah, Hotepi. Yeah, I don't like that. Again, talented, talented woman. Um, all right, so let's talk about. Oh God, I forgot that we even had to talk about this. There goes my yeah. mental health. Um, what was I say? Do you want to save this for the common census, and then we can go into what we were talking about? <sighs> yeah, I think we should do that. Let's do that, and then we move on to <laughs> the sunken place. <laughs> okay so this week in a sunken place y'all be watching guardians of the galaxy because that's how i feel like you gotta like preface certain white people white people (laughs) to black people you You do but y'all be watching um, or did y'all watch the office y'all watch the office um okay chris pratt he plays what what's the name quill or guardians of the galaxy the main character mm. who dates zoe saldana so he recently well he's always getting eaten up he's always getting eaten up on social media for something he said and he's like a trump supporter so do what you will with that information again we just letting y'all know um but he recently wrote on uh sorry i cannot find the post all of a sudden so he recently wrote on Instagram, right? He has, he used to be married to Anna Ferris. I'm all over the place here. He used to be married to Anna Ferris, you know, Cindy from Scary Movie, House Bunny, her. But they're not married anymore. So now he's with a new, he's with a new person, uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger, and their daughter, Lila, turned one years old. So on social media, he posted like, I just want to celebrate my wife for giving me like a healthy, um, a healthy newborn girl. 
something like that. So, okay, he says, guys, for real, look at how she looks at me. I mean, find you somebody that looks at you like that. You know, we met in church. She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews loudly, blah, 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 blah. Girl, but shut the fuck up. That's how I was Here's the tea. That gorgeous, healthy daughter is kind of like, um... A, a dig at Anna Ferris because apparently uh, when she gave birth to her son, the baby only weighed three pounds. Mm-hmm. And um, she mentioned that he was born prematurely and has suffered several health issues. So imagine, you know, giving birth to a child that's sick and your your ex-husband marries someone new and says, I want to thank my wife for giving me a healthy baby. It almost as if it was up to the wife to have a healthy baby or not. Yeah, you shouldn't say that at all. And like, I can't both, uh, I can't help but to think it was shade. Because why would you say that? Why would you? And he's such an ass in other ways. It's just like, you really, what do you mean? You talk about your own child. That's so know. sick. I just feel like I would never, like, I, I think about, like, if I wrote something like that, thank you for giving me a gorgeous, healthy baby. I would be like, um, but I know my first baby wasn't, like, healthy or isn't necessarily the healthiest. So she I would still be thankful of regardless of if my child was healthy or not. Like, I don't, you just got to watch that. I just think it was a dig. I just think it was a huge dig. I think it was a dig, too. I think it was, especially, like, knowing what we know and we have... What um the internet has dug up also like it was revealed that he had like some tweet where he was like um if I wasn't an actor I'd be a, co- a crooked cop. Oh my god! Yeah, girl, we know. <laughs> like okay, duh. <sighs> oh my gosh, I'm reading here. It says in 2018, Anna shared on an episode of her unqualified podcast that her son needed multiple surgeries after his early birth, during which he suffered a cerebral hemorrhage. Jack had a few surgeries. He had a few hernia surgeries. He had a few eye surgeries and he had a little heart issue as well. So, okay. Imagine your son has had all that. And then the first thing you think, thinking of my wife for giving me a healthy child. Like, ah. What an asshole. Like, it's, he's just, I just, it's hard to not think to that shade. Nasty ass man. I found the tweet. He said, if I wasn't an actor, I'd be a cop. First of all, the tweet is worse than I remember. Um, probably crooked on the payroll. Turn a blind eye blind eye to corruption shoot a dude plan a gun the usual he said that in 2011 he looked like he would do that shit too oh he wrote because of the backlash he said i went to bed last night really kind of Girl, upset and depressed and i woke up feeling crappy and i didn't want to work out i knew through I know, though, that I put on my Christian music playlist and I got out of the woods and ran. I feel better, but I didn't want to. I did it anyway. And gosh, was I right. I feel amazing. When I tell you, I do not give a shit. Like, we don't want you to feel better. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, you need to understand what you did. People always try to feel better after they did something instead of being like, let me learn. Let me see how what I said might have been weird. Cause maybe I should share. Like, I see how y'all took it, but that's not what it means. I love my son. I'm thankful for it. People don't ever want to respond that way because they truly don't get it. Exactly. Like he literally said, like who gives a shit about your feelings? I went to bed depressed. Girl, me too. <laughs> who cares? Moving on. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they need to find somebody else. Uh, maybe get Ed Sheeran to play Quilt on Guardians of Galaxy. Iman! 
saying? What? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to get some ideas because it's a good. That was a, a bad movie. idea. Just this give one it to some... other Chris's. One of the other Chris's. They no, all it's got to be a white man with red hair, so people don't know that much of a difference. So Wait, he got red hair. I thought his hair was blonde. His hair looked red to me, but sometimes I don't be knowing white people. I'm gonna be honest. No, he. His hair. I swear, is... his hair red. It's strawberry blonde, ain't it? Is it red? No, his hair blonde. No, the guardians. I swear he was a redhead. No, but it's like. All right, I'm looking too, cause I do this sometimes where I don't be, you know. Yeah, it's like blonde. It's like a dark, like blonde. Really, it looks red to me. His hair it looks is? red to me. Yeah. Y'all let us know. Do y'all think Guardians of the Galaxy, do you think his hair is red or is it like blonde or is it strawberry blonde? Like, I'm about to see this picture I'm looking at. This shit look red to me. Anyway, just put if put a wig <laughs> on Ed Sharon if his hair is blonde. No, but Ed Sharon is a Iman. He's like fire truck red. You just said it to piss me off. <laughs> How would that piss you off? What's... Iman, you what? know. Oh, you looking at this picture? Yeah, of him and Guardians of the Galaxy. What the hell? That looked like a stage play. What the? What <laughs> did you? <laughs> I googled Chris Pratt Guardians of the Galaxy. I did too. No, ain't no way. I see that Sabrina. What you think I Google? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy red hair Chris Pratt. Like, come on. Oh, I thought you Google um, no, like his I character didn't... name. Um, I might have d- d- Google Quill. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it, regardless of what I Google, that's him. You see, one I, see, don't it look like brownish? Yeah, maybe his dye was sweating out in that <laughs> move in this one. Because it definitely do look blonde here. Uh, all right, enough of this, his hair color. Um, who, Just get replace him with another but white But not person. with him. But not... Just replace no. it because the show is good. Like his movie is good, but now he's starting to be so disgusting that I can't separate him from the character. And like one thing you're not about to do is ruin a Marvel universe for me. Yeah, it's like you know, it's, it's we only, only have so I much. Have. It's the only thing I have. <laughs> so anyway, escape. That's how how I escape. Sabrina, <laughs> why the fuck so. would you send me this shit? <laughs> oh, send me a picture. <laughs> I fucking Ed Sheeran with these glasses on. I'm like, I didn't need to see this. I well, know you, how you look. <laughs> you need to pay the price for what you said. <laughs> to freak me out that picture because his eyes was beady as shit. I was like, oh. well, th- I wanted you to think about what you said. <laughs> so you sent me his picture as a punishment? Yeah. What do you think? What tip? Because you said it so casually. Well, how think about you on. Think about your words. <laughs> That's how I feel. Oh my God. Sorry, I went to go check the time. My clock says zeros across the board. I, didn't start it. <laughs> I started mine. <laughs> okay. I was told each other, let me check in on the time. It was nothing here. All right. So <laughs> moving on into common senses. So on um over the weekend, we all heard the news about what happened in um Astro at the Astro uh world co- uh, concert and I'm just um I was just so shocked like I've, I've got like a CNN update mm-hmm. and it was like eight people you know passed away at the Astro World and I was just like what why would they pass away yeah. but 
I, you know, you sent me messages and videos because, like, of course, with this being an event that happened live time, social media, mm-hmm. like, shows some really raw footage. And, like, it's just, like, every second, every post, every update just got worse and worse and mm-hmm. worse and worse. You know, you see you see people getting trampled. Nobody wants to see that. You, you almost feel claustrophobic thinking mm-hmm. about what these people might have went through. You hear about people getting syringed with drugs. You hear about the performance continuing in their debates about if Travis seen, if he didn't. You hear about, you know, the police not really even being able to get through to get these people. And then you hear about events like this happening in the past and not, no changes being made, no safety things being made even though there are mostly kids and teenagers and young adults here no extra steps to ensure that they're safe you you mix all this together and you think about the responses from you know the main celebrity involved which was travis scott it's just it just doesn't make sense it's honestly one of the saddest things i've ever heard about in my life it's so sad because i remember um I remember hearing about what happened at Woodstock. I think that's probably what you saw about, like things that happened in the past. And like I was like, okay, that is um What happened at Woodstock? I wasn't talking about so that. So people oh, so people had got trampled to death at Woodstock. Um what? like in the uh seventies. Um, I think it was the seventies. I'm about to look it up. I did not um, know that. Yeah, and not, oh, I'm sorry, I said in the seventies. It was nineteen ninety-nine. Oh shit. Um yeah, I know it Woodstock happened, was happening in Yeah, it happened and it was three people that died um God. yeah um but yeah that was wild it was 1999 i'm i said the 70s because woodstock yeah happened it started like around that time but yeah i think that was like the last woodstock um and it happened in 1999 um but like again like you said that Jameer was telling you that you know people do pass out at concerts i've seen it before like people pass out at concerts or like excuse me, a festival or something like that. But like death, like that is not something that, you know, you expect to see and what you shouldn't be, you shouldn't see. Um, also, how was, I'm sorry, go ahead. Is it that, yeah, that's something that you shouldn't see, you know, at a concert. That's not something that, you know, should happen. Um, the problem is it was understaffed. Yep excuse me it was understaffed and i just read something um while um we was talking that a security guard was hired over text messages um and he said that he was and he was told that he was going to get paid via cash app he never been to a concert before like for fun he's never been to security before at all um so he felt like he just didn't know what to expect and also the way that people like um it was doomed from the start the way people um like bum rushed to get in there like that was so scary because also that means nobody was checking vaccine cards that means nobody was checking for weapons drugs or Mm -hmm. anything like that like it was just bum rushed so i feel like it was doomed from the start and i feel like from that information it should have been canceled i'm sorry like it should have been it, it should have been some repr like reprimand people should have been reprimanded but they probably was thinking about the vendors and the merch booths oh yeah and stuff like that like but the, the fire department was considering this um a, a mass casualty at that point you know mm-hmm. this is something that's just like it's, if eight people got shot in a supermarket the whole block would be shot shut down until they figured out what happened Mm-hmm. people are getting in like the thing is the saddest part is some they saying eight people have passed away that was the number that has not been updated but they're the concert goers 
kept saying that, you know, they were witnessing lifeless bodies being trampled amid the chaos. So that makes me wonder, are there just eight people? What are, why is everybody and this, we know this thing was packed to the top, mm-hmm. seeing lifeless bodies around them. By the way, the music was continuing as you were running for your life, as you're taking your last breath. That to me is just so sad and scary. And there's this debate going back and forth of whether Travis Scott saw this happening. And something made me think to myself, I don't think he was looking at people die, right? As they squirm for their breath. Mm-hmm. What I think was happening was that he wasn't, he, he might've saw like an ambulance or like, I just ambulance and kept going and he's too into his own world to Mm -hmm. really know what's happening. And the people around him, uh, the other people just, I don't know, something had to disconnect, but there should have been a way to communicate one when something's going on wrong. Cause if it was a terrorist tech and his life was at risk, I'm sure they would have found a way to let him know and stop the damn show. Mm -hmm. Exactly. is the lack of communication also inexperienced? Like, also, a lot of the times, like, some people were saying, like, um, like rappers like um, Playboy Cardi and, like, um, him and, like, Little Uzi, they aren't really familiar with, like, moshing, like, culture. So some of them and their fans are, like, these, like, just the, the shittiest white kids you know. And they are, all they know is, like, again, like, again, um, moshing is in like the safest thing but like shows that i have been to there has been a section for people i like there's shows where i've been to like i wanted to be in the mosh pit or like i just wanted to like play around a little bit and i'm like all right that's too much like let me back out and people would let me out mm-hmm. um and there's like so like one of the first shows i went to they're like the artist will say like open up the pit like you know open up the fucking pit and so People generally mosh in the back and there is a pit, like people form a circle around them and they mosh, it's a, a hint the term mosh pit okay so you like, wanna... can you just explain to people what moshing is because i know so i know from moshing you. is like basically um it's like kind of well like maybe like dancing so people are like like throwing their arms around sometimes people run into each other they'll hit each other um that's like more extreme that's like called crowd killing when like people like you know punch and stuff like that it's just like a big like people just throwing their arms consensual. around two, two stepping yes consensual everybody that's in the mosh pit knows what's going on and they like, like they, it and they get exactly. energized from it exactly they're getting energized they're they're feeling the music they're fucking loving it you know and like usually if somebody falls or you see somebody wants to get out they let you do that it's like not for, supposed to be deadly or harmful exactly you know it's just supposed to be fun exactly because one time um i was like in i was at the show and it was real like the venue was small and so there was people like they would mosh and there was like um there was like me and other people they would like they would like lean into us, but we would like push them back into the mosh pit. So mm-hmm. they wasn't hurting us. They was like falling like near us and we would just push them back into the pit. Yeah. Um, and I, there's a time that I did get hit at a show, but it was literally accidental. Like it right. was, and that's just, yeah. it's going to happen. Exactly. So I wasn't like, you know, mad about that, but, there's supposed to be like certain etiquette and like people that genuinely do mosh at shows and stuff like that they know about the culture it's not like people are like destroying like these people were like on top there were people on top of so um before i like get 
like into it, I want to say that like the topic of common senses is like basically like looking out for your neighbor and how um this culture of like selfishness and how people want to they want this moment for social media and stuff like this and like just being there means so much and being like the most destructive person that they can be is just like I feel like it's getting out of hand. Like for instance, there were people on top of like the ambulances, um, like you know fucking with the people who were like trying the medics and stuff trying to help and stuff like that. People making people making social media posts about like yeah we raging like we if you can't handle it like you cry babies like whatever get out like whatever it just was like so like you know being insensitive and stuff and like I feel passionate about this because like I've gone to shows and like when I was younger and my mom was adamant like she didn't want me to be in a mosh pit and I understood it and like it kind of scared me a little bit because like um. I, you know, a woman and like, I'm shorter and like, and, and there was like, I will always see like bigger men. I will always see like some fins in the pit, but like, it would be like a lot of men or whatever. And I didn't know too much about it. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to go in it. I'm not going to do that. It wasn't until like college where I went to like this party and we all was just like moshing and stuff. And it was just so cool. Like it was so cool. Um, People like, it wasn't like people wasn't hitting. It was just like us bouncing around, like bumping into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really did it for me, and I talked about this before, when we went to Made in America, we were we wanted to see Megan Thee Stallion. That's who we had wanted to see. Like, we wanted to see Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B. I know that's who me and Iman wanted to see yep. the most. Um, so, oh, and, and Lizzo. Lizzo. Yes, yep, we wanted to see Cardi, Cardi B, Lizzo, and Megan Thee Stallion. That's who we wanted to see the most. So we're standing over there, and this is when Megan Thee Stallion and the baby was like besties. Um, and we are standing over there, and um Megan Stallion goes on first and then the, it was going to be the baby the baby's fans were the worst I have been to punk shows like I have been to punk shows with niggas with mohawks tattoos on their face not giving a fuck crust punks this is the show that I went to this is probably one of the big the pit was big as hell I had on platforms and still I felt safer there than I did made in america i was i thought we was gonna have to defend ourselves i thought we was gonna have to defend ourselves because they were like yo they was fighting it was dust forming around them they was like they was getting red going it is hot mind y'all this labor day weekend pushing and i just was like yo throwing stuff and like sometimes like pushing into like me and sabria and like rel and sean and i think rel and sean were up a little further but they might have like witnessed it too and i was just like yo ain't nobody gonna punch me in my face especially no white kid i'm gonna beat the brakes off one of these like when i say kids they not 14 y'all i'm talking 19 20 21 years old like college Oh, um, you in that Sixers jersey getting tied in a knot, okay? Like, that's just what's going to happen. So I'm like, oh, my God, please, 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 like, don't let them do that. And guess what? Travis Scott, actually, that night at that festival, yeah, he, was um, he was the headliner. And when I started seeing people, like, um, uh, go over there, I was like, oh, no, it's, it's we're leaving. Me and yeah, Sabrina like- both, me on the same time, because I'm like, no, the baby was just like, that was- Because we were scared. Really- 
we were scared. I was like, they acting crazy. And also, I think you were telling me about a documentary where, like, his fans were talking about how, like, they be breaking their legs and stuff. Like, it's just a, a yeah. history of violence at his concerts. There is a history of violence amongst these people. And you, you're right. They go out and they don't think... They, they go out and they try to start as much trouble as possible. Mm-hmm. And, like, to go back to what you were saying, you there's just this increase of insensitivity among, like, this... Like, think of, like, the complex target audience, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Think about them. As a matter of fact, go scroll through C- Complex's comments right now. Specifically, go to a post with any conventionally attractive woman, and you're going to see dozens of comments like, "Oh, simplex, simplex." It's just like this overly callous, fake ass Larry David, um, women hating. How cold can I be? Attitude, and I'm like these are the people we need to watch out for. They're more than incels. They're just really, really cold individuals. And a lot of them, a lot of times they be these teenage white boys. That's mm-hmm. who they are. Exactly. And it's just scary how they don't think about anybody else. And I feel like there's, they're like the invisible terrorists of our society. Nobody's mm-hmm. saying anything. Is that, because when I tell y'all that I have never been scared at a concert before, like I, for real, like, I mean, I don't, I don't, Personally, me, I don't like festivals. Like I'm a, I'm a heavy, heavy concert goer, but I don't like festivals. And I was just like so scared. I've never been scared at a show before. Um, and it's not to say that like I haven't seen certain things at concerts, but like some concerts I've been to, like things were isolated incidents. Like for instance, me and and it's funny the artist it was because it's the artist Mika. I don't know if like if y'all remember Mika, but like he makes like poppy music and he's from London, so like very like sweet cotton candy like stuff. So me and my cousin were at Mika's concert and we saw like these people fighting. First of all, one of the people fighting like had a fuzzy pink hat on, so like that's what you know the crowd, and right. they was like choking each other going back and forth. But it was people on the side of them trying to stop it. Like it was people trying to stop them from fighting. Who chokes each other? Right? And it was an isolated incident. Literally, it was just like in the middle. It was just like two Uh of them and people were trying to like break it up. Also, when we went to go see Flatbush Zombies, even though that was the moment me and Iman decided that we cannot. But it still wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. We just was like, we want to do VIP next. Because we want to sit down. If it was bad, I would, I complain. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It's just that we didn't realize how young. We're just going to know. We're just going to know. Yeah, we, you know, and we didn't realize how young the fans was. And we want to just be sitting down with a drink bopping. Like, you know? Exactly. So, I want to hear the music. I want to watch the show. And it's like, sometimes you watch it and then, you know, you got a kid that's a little drunk. Mm-hmm. Push the shit out you. Or like I said that time where that guy here like went across my face. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. no. No, no, no. Yeah. But I was going to say at that concert, it also was a smaller venue. And mm-hmm. those security guards are like well versed because I've been to shows there before. Um, and like they saw people, they started giving out water to people because mm-hmm. like these kids, when I tell you they were sweating their entire body weight, like they were sweating hard. A girl got carried out actually. Yeah. Remember? Somebody got, somebody got carried out. Um, but they started giving people water. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it just was, it's again, capitalism. It's just like people, all they care about is the biggest, how much this, this and the third. Because when those barricades broke, they probably was thinking, okay, those kids. The thing is, it probably wasn't a fact of they couldn't afford a ticket. It's probably they it sold out and they couldn't get one. One. Yeah. So they're like, all right, they couldn't get a ticket, but I know they're going to buy merch. Yeah. For sure. Yep. They can bank on it. I know they're going to get home. They're going to buy some water. 
Yeah, yep, exactly. You know, something to eat, a hot dog or some shit. Exactly. So they just like fucking let's let it rock. So it's just so many things like at once, like gonna, but it's just like, um, oh, oh, so what we have on here is like a time where someone looked out for us. Oh, yeah, because like just to bring it all forward, like this, a lot of this could have been avoided if people were looking out for their neighbor. Exactly. If, you know, Travis uh, Scott was like thinking about, yo, you know, I care about my fans. I want to make sure this is the safest environment. Maybe if he was a little bit more in tune, he might've been able to notice. Like maybe if people were a little less considerate, they would, I mean, more considerate, they wouldn't have been doing that shit to the medics. In a they venue. would be fighting and pushing and stacking things to capacity. Like we need to start mm-hmm. thinking beyond like, oh, if everything goes right, this works. And think about the possibility of things going wrong in order to look out for people because people mm-hmm. will be alive. They're not injured. It's exactly. folks, this was done wrong. And exactly. I hope everybody get that pantsuit off. Exactly. So with, so with that, you were saying that um, we were thinking about a time where somebody was good to us. Um, And it's funny because um, this is like probably one of my favorite moments. And this happened to be at a concert. I was like, I was a, I was in high school and I loved Vampire Weekend. Like I was uh, like a Vampire Weekend stan and like I had nobody else that liked Vampire Weekend. And I wanted to go to this concert so bad. There was like a festival. It's not around anymore, but it was like this indie festival around my way. And like, I'm not high school. So I'm like, I'm telling my parents, I'm like, I'll clean the kitchen. Like if you give me money so I can get a ticket or whatever. Uh, I missed like my first a favorite band but then I went back home and I got the money and I went back to the festival by myself um and I'm like a teenager I'm by myself I'm like texting one friend I think is there um I think I met up with her um like somebody from MySpace um but anyway I had lost her um so I was like in a crowd by myself and like Vampire Weekend comes on that's my favorite band and I'm behind this guy and his girlfriend and I'm like singing and I'm like getting like squished a little bit because it's like a festival so he takes it upon himself the guy he pulled he pushes me to the front because he saw like he heard me like singing like every song and like he like so and he was like way taller than me so he pushed me up to the front so I can enjoy the show so and like sweet. I look back and I like he was like smile was like go like just enjoy and I was like like I will forever think about that moment like to like for the rest of my life because I think that was just like such the like such like it was so sweet and it made a like it made a a big difference to me and because I was scared because I was mm-hmm. by myself but I was like if I don't go by myself like I'll never see and this is my favorite band so like I was in a different element also like I was not I was one of the only like black people there and like the girl that I met up with she was um she was black too but like I had lost her mm-hmm. so I'm like oh like you know I um you know I'm here by myself and he just like that made me feel really good and I had I enjoyed the rest of the show it was great that's so sweet. I love that. That's like such a, that's one of those sort of things where you just can't even plan for it and it just happened and it's like, oh my God, think about that time where somebody was invested in me just enjoying myself. Right? No, I love that. Um, For me, I definitely am going to go to earlier this year when I got into my car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I was waiting for my aunt and my mom, I mean, my aunt and my dad to come. But I was shell-shocked a little bit because, you know, when you get in a car accident, 
and it's just so loud and there's so much damage and you're just trying to figure things out and let everybody know and people asking all these questions. I just kind of was standing there and this black woman walk up to me, walked up to me and was like, um, hey, um, I ran to CVS to get my medicine before CVS closed, but I want to let you know I saw everything. And I want you to take my number. I want to be a witness for you. And I was just like, oh, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate it. And she just, because the thing is, I was like, I know I didn't do nothing wrong, but that validation let me know that. And the fact that she came back, she could have kept going, minding her business, but she was like, I got my medicine and I literally came back over here because I needed to serve as your witness. And then uh same similar thing happened where somebody was who was, you know, at her local restaurant, he didn't even speak English. He got he got somebody to translate for me that he wanted to give my information because he saw what happened and how like my car got damaged. It was just a scary situation. And then finally in that same situation, um, the tow, this tow truck driver, shout out to Angel, he came up to me about my dad's age. And honestly, I get very weary of men I don't know, especially in strange parts of the town. So I just was like, oh my God, please, dad, get here. But this guy, when I tell you, he had my back to the point where when the other person tried to talk to me, he literally was like, don't, don't talk to her. You know, she's good. You don't got nothing else to say to her. And I just was like, yo, I needed that because I was like so mad. I was in my own world. And I'm, you know, without giving too many details, uh, Angel really had my back. And when my dad came, he was like, you know, recapping my dad on what's happening. And we worked with him. He called me every day. And I'm like, yo, he ain't know me. He did not know me. He just came up to me and was like, you know, you shouldn't be out here standing out here by yourself. And he has a daughter. He wouldn't want that for his daughter. And it, it's just like so crazy to invalidate and to be like, yo, people really are good out here. Some folks really will have your back and they don't want, they don't want nothing for it, for it. They just want to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to be that way in life. Mm -hmm. I agree. So important. Um, this is kind of negative, but a time when somebody like didn't have your back. I was about to say, look, out, go, you go first because I'm still thinking about my. <sighs> All right. So one time when I was a kid, I was arguing with this. Actually, it happened a few times when I was arguing with grown ass men on the bus. Like grown ass men on the bus, I would be arguing with over a variety of different things, but usually because of some type of disrespect. One time I threw myself in a situation, this girl was getting bullied and we were driving home and she wasn't saying nothing. And I hate bullies. So like I went off on all of them. I'm like, y'all all 40 plus years old on a bus together talking to a teenage girl. Like, don't y'all think y'all got bigger fish to fry? Like, seriously, y'all yeah, all on the bus together. Like, come on. y'all. None of y'all don't got no car, carpool, this, that, that. So they was like, oh, just had other this so i called the bone thugs harmony i might have told y'all the story <laughs> before but also like uh there was a time where this guy just was being rude to me he told me he was gonna get his sister to beat me up and like i felt like all the men on the bus could have been like yo like what i was like 14 15 at the time this man had to be in his 20s and he was like coming at me real violently another time i had to push an old man on the bus because he was getting aggressive with me and um i pushed him but not thinking he was gonna fall i just thought he was going like back up a little bit but i guess you know i was kind of strong i like pushed the shit out of him and he fell back on the bus and then he got his drunken ass off and went and went somewhere. But he was talking very nasty to me. I don't even remember what he was saying. But as a kid, I had never heard nobody talk to me like that. And I felt threatened. But on the bus, all those times. And the bus had become almost like a trauma point for me. Because I and my mom started, like, dropping me off in the morning. Um, and I would only... And I would take 
different buses so that I can be with my friends for as long as possible because of that. And it's all because I knew that somebody could possibly assault me on a bus. I actually had a friend who got maced on a bus, all mm-hmm. girls and stuff like that. And, and nobody did anything. So that was a time where Cowards. somebody wasn't a good neighbor. And I was like, I will never do that. Cowards, all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I remember it's I gonna say it's so many times it's hard to hone in on one but um a time I think I've definitely said this before on here and it's something that stuck out to me because that was really scary um one time I was a little tipsy and this is when I lived in New York um and I was walking from the East River and it was at nighttime and if you're familiar with the East River you know around dark times it's like very creepy um because first of all it's a fucking river yeah um in the creepy. middle of Manhattan um, so yeah, we were walking from the East River and I was a little tipsy and um not to be like I'm so petite and fertile, but like sometimes I have a hard time walking fast because my legs not that long. But these people that are supposed to be so called friends were and that's another thing. Shout out this is another it's a lot of stuff that I love about you, mom. But I love the fact that you never walk faster than me. That is a pet peeve of mine because a lot of people used to do that to me. When I lived in New York, like new people I would hang out with, they would always try to walk faster than me. What's like, the point of doing that? Or like when people like I've not even just when I live in New York, when I like here, sometimes I've been on dates, people have walked faster than me and I don't like that. I don't know why. It's I think rude. Also, it's, it's rude. And I think it's triggering also like growing up as a fat kid. Um, and I'm not a slow walker. So I'm just like, why are you like walking? Like we're going to the same place. Like that is just so irritating to me. And like Iman never, ever has done it. And that is something Thank that you. like, I never talk about it. It's just something I silently just be like that. Like if I go on a date with somebody and they start walking faster than me, you'll never hear from me again. I'm so serious. <laughs> oh, I'm so serious. I make my decision right there. We're done. Um, oh, I was walking a little too fast for Lacey, but it wasn't be personal. It was because my anxiety was through the roof and I was shooting. But I appreciate each time I was like, can you just gently lay your hand on my back every time I just start like rubbing up? And she, <laughs> every time I would feel her hand like really like just placed real firm on my back, I would like put the brakes on a little bit. Because <laughs> I know you can, but like you never do that. Right, I never right. feel like it's never int- It should never be intentional. You should always notice that. Like my, also my mom has a stroke and she limps. So yeah. And she can't walk fast. It's just over as far as Yeah, because also I'm a clumsy person and I need to watch how I walk because sometimes I just like, sometimes I'll be hauling. But anyway, they was walking. Mind y'all, I'm drunk, little tipsy. I'm like 18 years old. And I mean, they're 18 too. Um, But they're walking ahead of me, like leaving me behind. And we're in Manhattan near the East River at nighttime, like one o'clock in the morning. And they're like walking ahead of me, like a significant amount ahead of me, like to the point where people wouldn't even know we was together mm. walking ahead of me. Oh my God. Um, And they're like talking amongst each other and like laughing and stuff like that. First of all, um, and this is when like I was he- like way heavier. Um, First of all, I'm the heaviest person here and I'm black. So I just felt like that moment, I just was like, I cannot be around these people. Like I, f- like, I felt like, um, and it was another reason why I didn't like, I mean, when, once I found my, um, my best friend, uh, Michael, that I was, um, that I always used to be with who didn't even go to my school. Um, <laughs> I had like decided that like, I didn't want to partake in like college 
activities like drinking or like smoking and stuff like that because I felt like in that moment I after that I felt like as a, and I wasn't used to that like because at home nobody like people some people made fun of me like for my size and stuff like that but like in that moment I felt like people did not care about my life because I was plus size I know that sounds like very extreme but that's I felt like how you feel but I felt like do things like exactly that. I felt like people were like oh she good because she's bigger like she can't handle it on her own because she's bigger like she's not or did they were they even thinking that to me that's it even when it's sadder when you just literally forget about me exactly like, is that so, what's going on and that's never happened to me and I at that moment I was like I cannot hang with these people because I don't they are not a safe space for me. Like that was just so rude. And I just, I would never do that to somebody. I would never do that to somebody. I get yeah. mad when people don't text me back. Um, after a night, I'm like, let me know when you get home. Like exactly. right in front. Like it just was so bizarre. So that was a time where it just was like very not looking out for, it was that like, I will, again, that's something I will never forget. Cause that really, hurt because i'm just like wow i'm invisible yeah that's definitely not being a good neighbor because you wouldn't want nobody to do that to you it's just crazy um speaking of neighbors as before we head out i just want to give an honorable mention to my literal neighbors on my mom's block i i feel so protected on my mom's block because i got one neighbor my little brother be like bet money Soon as we get out this car, as soon as we park and get out this car, Mr. So-and-so going to come out his house. He watch everything. Mm-hmm. Sabri, you know exactly who I'm talking to. Yeah. He watches everything. Yeah, yeah. Sabri got a crush on his neighbor, too. <laughs> soon as we park the car and get out, you how y'all doing? <laughs> Yo, it's, it's midnight. What are you doing <laughs> up on a midnight like at third it's like thursday at midnight and he just opened his door but he up it's like no matter what time you go to your car at 5 a.m how you doing today all right be safe remember when i used to try to like park my car mm-hmm. like, he used to try I, to help you he was so nice and also like this person walking across the street with their dog they um somebody was trying to steal their dog and was like beating him up and <laughs> It's not obviously. Let me just clarify. That's not funny. That's not what I'm laughing at. You'll get you'll hear the joke soon. Um, so all my neighbors ran out and was like beating the guy up and stuff like that. And like I had a stepdad, and he would he one time he was looking out the window at the guy getting beat up. And he told my mom, he's like, Yeah, I was looking out the window and I saw a guy getting beat up. My mom was like, Do me a favor, don't ever tell nobody else that you was watching from the window when the whole block. When the whole block helped, don't ever tell nobody you were up peeking through the window. Don't ever tell nobody that. <laughs> he was you like, man, that's crazy. Mm. But yeah, good neighbors, literally and in every other way, metaphorically, are the best. And try to be a good neighbor if you can. You're here. It's, it's not hard. <laughs> Just got to care. That's all. All right. So that's it, guys. That's it for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. If you want to hear some more Black Girl Brunch, listen to our older episodes. One, <laughs> I hear people are binging. Two, go follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. You can follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You got something to say, you want to send a listener letter, you know some sponsorship, you got some tea, you want to tell us something, you can email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at email Mate. Find me on Twitter at it's me, Tay, Sabria. And it's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. 
That's all, folks. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.